Hello, and welcome back to the Deeply Rooted Business Podcast. We are back together after taking a short little break while we served our clients and just dealt with the holiday craziness. But as things are winding down, I think, in client land for both of us, um, and the winter solstice was yesterday, we wanted to talk about or begin to talk about the seasons in business. Rachel had messaged me with this idea, aligning your business practices with the seasons and me being an Ayurveda girly, I already do that. And that's totally my jam. So I was like, yeah, let's do it. And let's talk about it. So today we're talking about winter. Yeah, I think there's so much energy in winter. There's a resistance to rest, which is the intuitive side of that winter energy, that hibernation, the kind of like recharging, rebuilding. But then there's this like human side where you have this like stagnant, like push, push energy where, you know, we're going to comb through how corporate life, business life isn't intuitively built to support the seasons and help you transition, at least aligning your energy with it. So I'm excited. Let's dive in. Yes. And I'm really excited about this too. And I think one thing that just came up with me with the different seasons is thinking about, according to Ayurveda, we're all made up of different constitutions. So different seasons are going to affect different people differently. But what we're giving here is like an overall kind of vibe of it. But you may find, like for me, an example of like winter, because I have this high energy, can't finish a single thought, like crazy wind energy in me. I find that winter, like, like bring it down a notch. And I almost feel like it giving me this like rinse of calm and like groundedness to where I can actually get things done a little bit, not get things done in like a fiery pit away, but like, it's definitely a most grounding way. So this week, I have been wrapping up a bunch of little projects that have started (laughs) throughout the year. And they're finally like, I'm closing all the loops on them. But I feel like it's like this grounded winter hibernation. And that's how it's affecting, like, that's allowing me to get it done. For me, I definitely find myself, like, going to sleep earlier in the winter. I don't know if that's the same case for you. Oh, my insomnia has been so bad in this, like, winter period because it gets so dark so early Mm -hmm. for, I'm assuming for everybody. But it really is that thing where my cycle, my routine, like, everything has just been majorly impacted since daylight savings time where even though my body wants to shut down around eight o'clock, cause that's like two hours after sundown, my brain resisting it. So it's kind of a measure to like really make sure that I'm allowing this time for recharge in this. Re- it's like, I have to be very intentional about it or else I will get sucked into insomnia land and be walking around my house at two o'clock in the morning. Cause I'm just like, go, go. But yeah. Yeah. It's crazy for me because I know that, and I just lean into it now, but when it's something weird happens for daylight savings time with me where I don't like reset, I will just wake up at four o'clock in the morning. (laughs) So like I've been up this morning since four o'clock in the morning. I went to the gym. I sit down and like that six to 10 is like Kappa time in Ayurveda, which is like a more grounding time. So I can find myself, if I can start working during that time, it's like a lot more 
just productive and like getting things done. But I go to sleep at like 7.30. Like it's, <laughs> it's crazy. Like I'm, I'm in bed and I just like vibe with it. Like my family makes fun of me, but I'm just like, this is what my body wants to do, obviously. <laughs> so this is what we're doing. Wow. Oh my gosh. I would love to just lay in bed and actually fall asleep. That's like 11.30, <laughs> type gal over here. <laughs> funny. That's funny. So just getting back to winter and like what the vibe is for winter. Um, really, if you think about nature, a lot of animals go into hibernation. I don't know if the trees go into hibernation, but they lose all their leaves and they're just like not producing anything new. So it's just this big kind of vibe of like rest and um, to get ready for the new year, but not actually doing anything yet, which is counter intuitive or whatever counter to what we're hearing probably in the majority of the online space right now is like, hit the ground running, get your plans in place. I think realistically though, most people don't like, I think that's a big marketing message to hit January one, you're going, but like in the spaces that I'm in and with the business owners that I talk to, it's not really up until very March that like the actual plans and like the things that we're building tend to take off. There's still a lot of people who take that big transition from December to January and they're very intentional about not overburdening themselves come January 2nd. And I think that is one of those like online maybe not even online because it's all in the diet world when in the workout world it's like new me new year new me and i think it's not real right because like we said yeah. we had to see one to two months of like actually needing to come yeah. back to life as the trend yeah and i've kind of re- rejecting the whole like you wait to the new year to set intentions and stuff like i just restarted my workout routine this week and my boyfriend's like why don't you just wait till like, the new year and i'm like because i'm motivated to start it now and if i wait for some arbitrary arbitrary date to start it i might not have that momentum so i think it's all about for me just checking in and like how are you feeling in your body and what do you would serve you the best you're such an anomaly. You're like, I'm going to start a new meal plan on a Wednesday rather than wait on a Monday when normal people start. <laughs> I have to go with that momentum. I, I have to close off my calendar from all client work. I was thinking about this the other day too, about how everyone talks about how they're like going to rot next week. And I'm like, we're not rotting guys. We are restoring. We are renewing. This is still productive rest. Yeah. I think what I will be doing next week as well. Yeah, I think there is a level of restoration that's my intention for next week. Like I really want to tidy up my energy pockets where my mind focuses, where my body focuses and all of those things and like really shake off the cobwebs of things that maybe I've neglected as we've finished off like the busy season of November and October and all of that. So I really am like trying to be so intentional and not rot. Um, Cause that does sound so lovely to just lay on the couch and be a little potato and not do anything. But I know that like in order to build towards a productive start of the new year, I want to make sure that like I'm releasing what is like what um. I'm 
holding right now from 2023. Yeah. One of the big things that I do like New Year's that's like a tradition is like that week in between. I do a lot of like cleaning and organizing, but it's almost with the intention of setting myself up for like success, like putting my journal back by my bed, like getting all that stuff out. I went through like my mail and all my paperwork to clear out all of that space as well, where it's not doing like a lot of like external work, but it's more like going within to like what I can do, set myself up and release those things that I don't need anymore. Think that there's a conversation that needs to be, it's like a duality of of existence right now. Like you're supporting future you for 2024 you by also like existing as 2023 me. And so it's like, you're really, and I think this is how a lot of these things that you're doing, like the cleaning up of your service guide or the finishing of your service guide, the sales pages and all that stuff is all supportive of future Jess. And right now, Jess is taking like the action to do it it all aligns with what we're talking about with this like restoration and like planning and we'll get more into proactive planning in the next episode. But I really think that like right now it's like there's this, we have to live as two people and like the person that we want January 1st to exist has to be supported right now as well. It's almost, it just came to me like this like vision of like, everything that I'm doing right now is like supporting my internal foundations. And that's really what this next two weeks is about for me as my client work has wrong down, where I'm not like outwardly promoting anything, but I'm like going back and like cleaning up that homepage, finally getting those lead magnets that Rachel talked about out there where it's like, feel like I can see the light and I'm like, oh my gosh, I am going to have such a solid rooted foundation to be able to expand because I'm working to put all of these pieces into place. Uh, Okay. And one thing that I think we'll do a lot of, or that anytime we take a pause, it allows us to do is reflect and like journal. And I know me and you are going to start our um, artist way journal. But I thought it would be helpful if we shared like some of our favorite journaling prompts or like questions that we're asking ourselves as we reflect on this past year and move on to the next. So yeah. Do you have, what do you think? Oh gosh, definitely the energy that I want in the future. So I'm, I'm looking back at what didn't serve me this year what really rattled me and didn't feel aligned. And I'm casting in this space where I want to make sure that the energy that I'm supportive of in the future isn't going to be destroyed. And so it's a a lot of self-awareness on the things that didn't feel aligned. I think that's like the biggest area that I want to focus on in the new year. Yes, yes. I think that's important. But I also think it's important. And I was talking with a client about this week, is that as entrepreneurs, I think we all share a common toxic trait of always seeing the opportunity and the struggle first, Mm. right? And being able to reflect back first and celebrate the accomplishments and how far you've come. Oh, wow. Skill and a habit that we have to consciously build. So I'd say, as you look back, Rachel, I would encourage you because I know you have hit some major goals this year and taking some major strides is a moment to celebrate yourself first. Always start with gratitude. And that does not come natural because that's just not 
how I think our brains operate as entrepreneurs, but taking the moment and reflect about what brought you joy, what are you proud of yourself for, all of those things first. Start there. <laughs> what a real, like, realization where it, as a business owner and maybe as just like high achievers, perfectionist type people, like I exist by filling the gaps first. And if I perceive something as an opportunity, like the way that you phrased it, that's what I'm going to attack first. But you're so right. Start with that gratitude. Oh my gosh. Real life moment of realization. <laughs> I would have not even thought about that. I would have been like, no, let's just work on this stuff. <laughs> no, it's my toxic trait too. But I think one of my clients was actually talking about how like she's been struggling to get like testimonials from her clients. And um, she was talking to her medical, her, uh, her intuitive coach that she talks to. And she was like, are you allowing your space for celebration? She's like, no, I'm supporting my clients, but like, I'm not getting any good testimonials. And she's like, what is your energy around celebrating yourself? So yeah. it's like, how can you consciously shift that? And I was like, you know, what? don't feel bad about that. Because every entrepreneur I know, always looks at the opportunity first. And that's what makes us great. And that's what makes us be able, I think, be able to do our businesses and keep hustling and like that. But it's important to go back and reflect on gratitude first. Yeah. Yes, but I do agree. There's some other things. So some other questions that I've been asking about is that I know my time is like almost pretty much max. So what are the things that I could automate or delegate? I have not dipped my toe into outsourcing yet. So I'm thinking about, you know, how can I get my time? I saw someone share this one the other day and it was like, if you had to double your revenue in six months by focusing on one marketing channel, like which would it be? Love these questions that like help you focus because I am such an ideas person. And one of the books that I definitely recommend, and I always go back and reread around this time, around that same vein, is The One Thing. And basically the premise of the book, what's the one thing that by doing so would make everything else easier or unnecessary? And that's kind of your focusing question and like how you figure out what your priorities are for that day. So those are just some questions that I'll be mulling over the yeah. next week or so. That's like the kryptonite to the pressure of trying to do all of the things is by literally saying you only have this much time, do, what are you doing with it? And you're not going to be like, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to start an SEO strategy and I'm going to no, no, no. We got to get focused here. So I love that question. I think those three questions, just to like recap on them, it's like what aspects of your business bring you joy? Start with gratitude, start in that space. What's something that you can like clean up a little bit, like give yourself more time to delegate a little bit more automate or outsource in the new year. And then that really focused question of if you only had six months to double your revenue, what would you do? I think those are beautiful points of reflection that can really open up a lot of avenues if you're a journaler like us. All right. We wanted just to hop on and record this short little episode because we know your guys will be rotting or restoring or whatever you're doing next week. You're probably going to have a little extra time to listen. Um, and we hope that um, this gave you some points to think about and get inspired to kick booty next year as well. Yes. And happy solstice. Yes.